Welcome. You're listening to the podcast of First Church in Woodland, California, Pastor Timothy Wisnett. We're so glad you could join us, and we pray that this message you're listening to today is a blessing to your day, and I want to invite you also to visit us online at firstchurch.app to get connected with us and learn about our service and upcoming events, and uh, we hope that we can connect with you and see you soon. Praise the Lord, everybody. I was glad when they said unto me, let's go to First Church and have a little church. Amen. I give honor to your pastor, first lady and first daughter. And we love the Wisnet family. And you're blessed, you know that, to have a man of God that has vision. Hallelujah. And uh, if there's ever along the journey somebody that would want to speak against your man of God, mark that person. You don't want to have fellowship with that person. Hallelujah. I believe that. Now, I don't have a clue what time it is. I mean, I got a deal here telling me, but we got here at 10 your time. I think it was 12 my time. I got in bed at 2.30 your time, which I guess was 4.30 my time. And I got up at about 6.45 your time, so I really don't know what time it is. So if I go to sleep standing here, just don't think nothing about it. Punch me and I'll kick back in gear and start preaching. I feel good. And we're glad to be here. It's such a high honor. And uh, so I'm going to preach this morning and go over to the other church, preach there. Then we're going to go be real Pentecostals and go eat. We're not going to go take a nap. We're going to show us around some today and tomorrow. I'm sitting over there sleeping in the truck. I do that a lot. Sometimes even when I'm driving. So it'll be all right. Glad to have my wife here. God bless her. I'm going to go to the book of Luke, chapter 22. The book of Luke, chapter 22 and verse 31. Luke 22 and 31. It's not important. But I'm 60 years old, weigh 260 pounds, six foot two tall. Married, got two daughters and six grandchildren. That pretty narrows it all down. So you don't have to worry about none of that if you're just wondering. And it is 10:42. If you need a dose of medicine, go ahead and get it. And uh, so I'm not going to preach long. Whatever the Lord does, that's up to Him. And, but I do want to have a move of the Holy Ghost. I feel such power in this place. Uh, you come to a place and you just, you're like, you got, it's, you got one shot. And, and boy, that's hard on a preacher when you're feeling all kind of stuff. And, uh, but I don't want to preach a whole revival in one service. I, I'm going to be mindful of the time. Verse 31, and the Lord said, 
Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not, and when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. The book of Hebrews would tell you, for faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not yet seen. I'm going to preach today for a few moments from this subject. Remember, Jesus prayed for you. Remember, Jesus prayed for you. Father, I thank you for yet another time and opportunity to be in the house of God. I thank you for this man of God, his wife, Lord, this church, their vision. I pray that, God, that you would anoint it with such an anointing that a harvest would fall in this place. And, God, that you would draw men and women from every direction. Every shackle, Lord, that would hold and bond, that would hold a man and woman today, set them free in the Holy Ghost. Let us walk out of this place in the power of your Spirit. And we ask these things in Jesus' name. Somebody clap your hands unto the Lord. Praise God. Hallelujah. And you may be seated. Faith is a, a big word. Faith is a word that we all... Of use, just throw it out there. And if you'll have faith, and if you'll have faith, the Bible said the grain of a mustard seed. And that, that, that shouldn't be hard. Matter of fact, I, I, I've got one somewhere, amen, here in my Bible. I, I had it marked out. If I can find it right there. If you can see that little brown speck, that's a mustard seed. And the Bible did say that to please God, you got to have that. But if you don't have it, it's impossible to please him. And so faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things we don't see. But oh, you hear me, child of God, if you ever needed faith, we need faith in 2023. This world is doing everything it can to destroy, tear down the fiber of the church of the living God. It's tearing down the fiber of the worship you had here today, the structure of the church that you have for the moment. Amen. Pastor and, and being the chief shepherd of God Almighty over the church and then pastor leading the church. People don't like that but you've got to have faith. And we have got to walk in the Holy Ghost. We've got to be sensitive to the Spirit. The Bible tells us that there was a day that uh, the men of God landed their ship and they got off the ship and, and it was a intriguing story to me that those devils that were there, those possessed of devils come running out to meet them. And they said, why torment us before our time? They knew what those men possessed. They knew what those guys had. And so they just went out to the meat of the matter and said, why have you come to torment? Can I tell you today 
that I believe that the church of the living God has so much power, amen, resident inside of us that it's not the will of God, amen, to be caught unaware. It's not the will of God, amen, to be shocked by hell. I believe we can walk in the spirit in such a manner, amen, that we can get ahead of the devil. I don't think the devil has the power to sneak up on you unless you allow him to. Amen, but if you will let that power that is in you, the Bible said greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. So I come to tell somebody, amen, you've got power. Look at your neighbor, say I got the Holy Ghost power. And if you don't have it, you can have it before you leave the building today. Amen. We have got to learn to walk in the spirit. We can't walk in carnality. We can't walk in humanity. We got to walk in the spirit of the Holy Ghost. And as the spirit of God will lead us and guide us, then we're going to see things happen. I remember preaching in Pascagoula, Mississippi years ago for Brother Ramsey. And I, man, walked down the aisle. He had four big chairs. And he walked up and sat down right in the chair where I was sitting. I'm in the pulpit and he had a brown sack. I looked at the pastor and he shook his head and shrugged his shoulders. So I walked over there where the man was sitting. I said, look. That's my chair. While I'm here preaching, that's my chair. You can get out of my chair. He just looked at me. I said, if you don't get out of my chair, I'm going to throw you out of my chair. He got up and started walking down off the platform and some ushers come to meet him. I said, no, let him sit down there. I want to preach to him a little while. Amen. I got to preaching about the power of the Holy Ghost and what God can do and what God will do. And I didn't know to afterwards, amen, your picture today reminded me of it. Amen, that down down just about a half a mile, they had a building, and that's where the witches met. And they had conjured up their little, amen, spell, and he had it in his bag, and he had come down there because God was doing miracles, and God was doing healings, and so they were gonna stop what God was doing. But you know what? I got to preaching right to him and binding the spirit about him and that dude jumped up and run out the back door and hit it. We didn't see him anymore. I've come to tell you, you don't need to be intimidated, amen, by the spirits of the day. You don't need to be intimidated by a doctor's report. You don't need to be intimidated, amen, by some lying spirit. And furthermore, you don't need to be intimidated, amen, by somebody that's not prayed through, somebody that's not faithful, and somebody that's a doubter. This is our hour. Jesus died on the cross for more than us just to talk in tongues. He said, greater things than these shall ye do in my name. Just walk in the Holy Ghost. Just got to have faith. Hallelujah. I can remember... You got that's preacher in Pentecost. He can fix all this Wednesday night or whenever you have church. We were having a 
big singing at the church. Fire was brewing. We could see it burning across behind the church. Somebody called, said the fire is headed to Sister Loretta Milam's house. And uh, you can call her 903-796-8315. I believe is her number. If that don't work, you let me know. I'll get you the right number. And uh, we got over there, and they were bringing stuff out of her house. And I walked by the door, and I said, just put it back. Just put it back. Fire trucks were staged there at her house, and I walked over to the fence. And the fire was about 75 yards away. And I lifted my hand and I said, in the name of Jesus, I command you to go back from whence you come in Jesus' name. And the wind changed and that fire shifted and it started burning across ground that had already been burning. Oh, you hear me today. That's when God give us a stronghold in the Cass County area of McLeod, Texas. And I, and I had those firemen from time to time, they two of them brought their wives to my house uh, amen we prayed for them that had cancer and God healed them I just come to tell you you've got power in the name of Jesus but you've got to activate your faith I'm glad we look good I'm glad we look holy I believe in holiness as much as anybody But you got to have faith in God. We serve a God with distinction. We serve a God with power. Abraham, yes, sir. Everywhere your foot touches, I'll give it to you. That's where walking comes. He, he, he's the one that started all the power walking. Man, if God were to tell me that, I'd walk back to Texas. I'd own everything in between. And I'd run a lot of people out. Well, anyway, faith. It's a, it's a word so commonly used. But I looked in the word of the Lord. And I, I, I preached the message, brother. Wasn't it? I, Simon! The devil wants to get you. He wants to shake you up. But oh, how I missed it. Simon, you remember, I prayed for you. That your faith fail not. Here's a man that he gave the keys to the kingdom. Whatever you lock will be locked and whatever you loose will be loosed. You're going to be the man to preach the New Testament message of salvation. All that weighs on you, Peter. But I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Faith is when God speaks something in your mind. But then something's going to come and say, don't do that. You either got to go with the don't do that or the faith you feel in God. When Brother Tommy Haynes come got me and said, we need to go to the hospital that had a wreck out at 
domino paper mill 18 wheeler hit the coaches killed him instantly she's at St. Michael's Hospital in Texarkana they literally didn't sew her up just put galls and different things she was so tore up on a respirator but when I got to the hospital three days later the family was at Hannah Funeral Home planning her funeral because the doctor said she won't live through the day and we walked in that room I'd never seen her before all I knew is she was a backslider and the Spirit of God spoke to me and I spoke faith to her and I leaned down into her ear and I said, Sister Martha Coates, you don't know me, but I'm Brother Story. She didn't know anything. I said, but I came from a word with a word from God. The Lord said, you shall live and not die. Nothing changed. Monitors didn't change. I left, we prayed, but I'm telling you about four weeks later, amen, on a Sunday night, she came feebly walking in. She didn't stop at a pew. She walked to the front of the church and throwed her hands in the air and began to worship the Almighty God. She's still living for God today. I just want somebody to know you've got to activate your faith. Jesus said, greater things than these shall you do. I want you to do a work for me. But you've got to do it through faith. You know, I don't find in the Bible, I'm not too smart, but I, I looked at it. On the cross, Jesus prayed, really didn't pray, just said, Father, forgive them. But only one place in the Bible do I find that he prayed for us. And it was there. And I prayed for the man that I gave the keys to the kingdom to. So he was praying for the church. I'm praying for the New Testament church. And I, all the things that run through our mind, he didn't pray that we dance and shout. He didn't pray that we look holy. He didn't pray that we are to be faithful. He didn't pray, amen, that you, you don't need to just act foolish in carnality and humanity. But Simon, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. That word of God's preached every week. Holiness is taught. How to live for God. The plan of salvation. How to worship. How to give. How to dress. How to look. How to act. It, it, it comes every week. But I'm going to tell you what. Why did Jesus pray one prayer? That your faith fail you not. I'm going to tell you why. Because if you ever lose faith in the house of God, if you ever lose faith in the pulpit, if you ever lose faith in the man of God, if you ever lose faith in your brothers and sisters, then the devil's got you. But Jesus wanted to remind you that I prayed that your faith fell not. And if you can continue to have faith in the church, you can continue to have faith in God. You can continue to have faith in the man of God. Everything's gonna be all right. But you have got to activate your faith.
Kalaboko Shataya. When you get up on a Monday or Tuesday and hell's beating your brains out, get up and say, hey devil, Jesus prayed for me and my faith is still in him. Hallelujah. We gotta have more faith than just what's inside this building. We gotta have faith for what's outside that building. Do you hear me now? Amen, we'll preach uh, real good in here. We'll dance a little in here. But bless God, there comes a day you gotta get out of the building. Uh, you gotta get out of the confounds of what holds you back. Uh, amen, the real face out here. Will you go to a center, a backslider, and say it's time to come home? Uh, will you look at a drug addict or an alcoholic uh, and say, hey, I know a place. Uh, I know a God that can heal your body. I know a God that can bring you out. Uh, I've come to preach to somebody today. It's time to have faith in the church. When your foot touches a parking lot, you need to get up. Where am I going? I'm going to the house of God. I've got faith in him. I got faith in my worship. I got faith. Oh. I tell you what, I just walked down the hallway coming over here. The Lord said, rub on that wall. I look like an idiot. I just come down that hallway rubbing on the wall. I I guess it could look like I was checking the texture. I wasn't, but I was praying. The Spirit of God moved on me. And I said, Lord, let it be theirs. When your foot touches a parking lot, you ought to get up and say, thank you, Lord. preaching faith to you. Now I'm preaching the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not yet seen. mean to meddle but I'm going to meddle because I feel it in the Holy Ghost but I heard you there's a little voice of two or three that when faith gets high they'll go by and whisper in the ears now you know that, 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 that probably ain't going to happen people start speaking that voice in your ear you need to be brave and, and brazen like they are and say you're a lying devil yeah. 
I spent 33 years in McLeod, Texas. Took a church with 37, got up to 100, then we got back down to about 22. Brother George Guy came by the first time, pulled up by just that week, told the men, I said, man, I'd like for us to get this property back here and we could build a church back there. And said, can't get it. Belongs to the McLeod family. They won't sell it. Brother Guy walked to the pulpit. We didn't have about 24 or 5 at night. He said, I just saw a huge metal structure being built back here. Now, brother Guy, get a hold of yourself. Don't have faith. It can't be bought. But you know what? Can't never could do nothing. And faith can do way more than a doubting spirit or an unfaithful attitude. And when I see flags like this that represent countries uh, and Bible schools and missions, uh, you know what? There's just something about that that attracts the attention of the Almighty God. And if you're building schools and churches in other countries, don't you dare think uh, that God's not going to take care of you here. Oh, I know, I know I'm from Texas and we got land everywhere and buildings. You know, you got to understand, preach. you can preach your faith, but we're in California. Well, I thought California was the place to be. Movie stars and all that stuff. But you know what? The same God that was in Texas rode that airplane with me. And I feel the same God in California I feel in Texas. I don't know, it, it was several months later, wanting to build a building. Church was growing, blowing up. I don't know, we, we had some, there, there, we, we, we got about 165. My God, this tearing the building. We was, rolling, we was kicking doors open, rolling down the hills. Had a, had a big meeting on a Friday night. Whether it be God or me, I'm not sure. But something swelled in my spirit. And I walked to the pulpit and I said, I'm sick and tired of hearing we can't buy that seven acres or have that seven acres. I said, so I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray. Now, this is where I was superintendent. That God kill that generation. And we'll just buy it from the next. Did I not? Why she like? Oh Jesus, help him, God! <laughs> I get like that. She treats me like Jesus. Depart from me. I never knew you. <laughs> <laughs> lady, come up to me after church. Said, "You see that lady back there in the back? That blonde hair." I said, "Yes." I said, "That's one of the McLeod girls." I said, "Really?" I didn't go shake her hand. <laughs> Two weeks later. I was sitting in my chair at the parsonage. 
knock on the door. I open the door. Man standing there with a suit and tie on. He said, Are you Pastor Story? I said, I am. He stuck his hand out. He said, I'm Curtis McLeod. I'm the executor of the McLeod estate. He reached in his pocket, pulled out, and he said, Here's the deed to that seven acres. He said, Y'all build you a church and be blessed of God. I'm not saying to practice everything like I do, but I am going to tell you what to practice. Let your faith go and see if God will not be God. Somebody said, well, I don't know about that. Well, let me, let me tell you what the word of God said. He said, try me. Try the spirit and see if it be of God. Hikayahata. And I could go through a long part of it, but when Sister Evans in Tennessee had got burned by fire and all this hard face was it, we went and seen her and, and she had all that salve and she was hurting. I said, but if you'll come to church, God will heal you. Got in the truck. Pastor put the key in there. He said, you know what you told her? I said, yeah. He said, what are you going to do? I said, nothing. She came to church that night, all piled up with pillows, and she was hurting. I mean, dear God, she's burned. All her skin, burnt skin. Everybody's sitting around like, what are you going to do now? I'm just going to preach. I'm a preacher. But while I'm preaching, I remember Jesus said, I prayed for you that you don't be overcome by the doubter. I prayed for you, don't be overcome by the unfaithful. I just stopped. I said, Sister Evans, step out of here. I said, before you get to this pew, from this pew right here, God will have healed your body. She got she just starts walking. And she got about the third pew. And that burned skin started falling off her face. I can get you phone numbers if you want them. And off her arm. And it fell on, and new skin grew. I, I just want to come stir a little faith up at you. That you need to start coming in this place like you own it. Because I will say, what's the name of the other church? The other one. Who? The dwelling place. Not, not, not the other than your pastor. First church. Just first church everywhere. I'm going first church to the second church. It's first church to the second service of the first church. It's like explaining the Godhead. Hallelujah. But I am going to tell you, I'm going to speak to the heart of both these churches that God is fixing to let a supernatural thing happen. In that of miracles, signs and wonders, and finances. 
And I heard pastor said as he prayed, we are the head and not the tail. And I know California and everything's high and I've heard it all my life, but I'm gonna tell you, it's time for some of y'all to start walking in dominion. Now, now let me clarify my statement, dominion. Everybody said, oh, I take the dominion. I don't believe in that mess. I don't think I have to take dominion. I've got dominion. I don't have to pray a against thing I'm full of the Holy Ghost and he is in me and he's with me so bless God when we take out walking we got dominion I'm going to walk in the Holy Ghost if God can stir some devils up when men of God's boat dock bless God we ought to be able to stir them up when we walk in the bank Walk in Walmarts. God's going to do it. And that of signs, wonders, and miracles. I was preaching for Brother Nathan Scoggins this last December talking about what God was going to do and just casting vision and healings and miracles and signs and wonders. And I, I, I walked back up the front and there was an older lady. People started gathering around. She got to waving her hand at me. I said, yes, ma'am. She said, when you walked by and you said God was going to give miracles and healings, I said my deaf ear, amen, unstopped and I can hear. I can tell you about January, amen, this year in sectional conferences when Brother Duell was scheduled to have rotator cuff surgery, amen, the next week couldn't even move his arm and the Spirit of God moved and he said, Lord, if somebody just touched my shoulder and somebody laid their hand on that knot, that huge knot disappeared, he throwed his hand in the... Jesus didn't say, I prayed for you, amen, that you'd be faithful. He said, I prayed that your faith fail not. Don't lose your faith in the church. Where are you going? I'm putting my glad rags on and we're going to the house of God. When your foot touches a parking lot, you ought to be dancing. What are you doing? I'm going to a miracle service. I'm going where God's gonna move. Because he wanted Peter to know if the church ever loses its faith. At the end of the day, that's all we are. We have faith in a God we've never seen. With the eyes of flesh. But oh, I felt him. I've seen him work. When my youngest daughter had five melanoma cancers on her back. And we were going that day to have them bobsied. She was about seven at that time. 
my wife was helping her. She hollered at me and said, they went in there and they were hanging by the roots. And I looked at it and I said, my Lord and my God. And they fell and new skin grew back. I got faith in that. I could tell you about stories where God raised the dead up. I could tell you today about blind eyes. But it's not about me and you, it's about faith in him. I prayed for you that your faith fail not. I prayed for you. You keep believing. And I walked in that back door. The Lord attracted me to you. And I said, all right, Lord. And I saw you knocked down. And I saw you hurt. I saw the knife stabbed inside of you in the spirit. You rose up. You said, all right. I'll live for God. I'll be faithful. But I'm just going to do it in this area here. But God told me to tell you, you've hid behind the wall long enough and he's going to take your hurt and he's going to wipe it away not to your charge wrong was done but you hear me God said my hand is on you and it's been on you and I've not forgotten the things that you and I communed with is what he told me and he said, it's time for you to step out. Get your wife by the hand. And he said, it's time for you to step out and get out from behind the wall and just throw your hand up and say, okay, God. My faith is in you. Let your faith go. Let your faith go. Start walking. Start praying that intercessory prayer. Start letting that Holy Ghost go. And let God heal. And let God touch. I've come to preach to a mom and a daddy. That your son and daughter's away today. I wish you to have faith in God and begin to worship and begin to pray like your babies come home. Some of you today, amen, got a husband, a wife, amen, that need to come to the house of God. Just have faith. Jesus said, I prayed for you that your faith fail not. Hallelujah. If 
you need a miracle, I'm inviting you to come. You need a healing, I'm inviting you to come. If you need your faith increased, I'm inviting you to come. Because I just come with a simple message just to remind you, Jesus prayed for you, that your faith fell not, that you believe in the house of God. I'm inviting everybody to come. Visitors, saints of God, come. Let's lift our hands by faith and say, God, I believe. I believe in you. I believe in the power of the Holy Ghost. Thanks again for joining us for this podcast. It's such an honor that we could have you, and we pray you were blessed by the word today. We want to stay connected with you, and so give us a follow on our social media pages on Facebook or Instagram. You can find all of those on our website at firstchurch.app. You can also stay connected with us through that uh, website, and you can download it as an app on your phone from there. And so until the next time, we pray you're blessed. Have a great week in Jesus' name.